Hello, my name is Don English, Director of Children Deserve Success and Executive Director of the San Bernardino Countywide Gangs and Drugs Task Force. And I want to welcome you to our Children Deserve Success podcast. Once a month, we will be sending out these recordings regarding all things related to child welfare and attendance, school attendance review board, foster youth services, bikini vento homeless programs in our county, and the San Bernardino Countywide Gangs and Drugs Task Force. This month's focus will be an interview with Roy Juarez Jr. with Impact Truth. Roy, so happy to have you here today, my man. It is, and, uh, it is my honor, my honor to be here. <laughs> I appreciate that. Let's jump right into it. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your organization, and your journey to doing the work you do now. Well, how much time do you have? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know that, brother. No, my name is Roy Wattis. I'm originally from San Antonio, Texas, and I got into this work as just a way to give back. I grew up as a homeless kid. I first became homeless at the age of 14, uh, eventually with my nine-year-old sister and two-year-old brother due to domestic violence. When I was able to navigate my way all the way to college and cross that stage and grab that diploma, I had this burning desire to figure out why did I get so lucky. You know, in 2009, there was an estimated 1.6 million homeless kids. Why me? Do all the other kids like me get to make it all the way? And so that started a journey called the Homeless by Choice Tour, where I chose to live out of my car. And I was going to be homeless one more time, but this time it was going to be my choice, not my family, not my situation. And I was going to try to find and help kids that may have a similar story. And I was going to try to help them to not give up on life and dream bigger. And I was only going to do it for six months. But there was so much need in our nation. I was able to see America through a lens that not very many people get to see. And there was so much need that I ended up living out of my car for two and a half years, circled the entire nation, and spoke to over 100,000 kids, and then my, my phone just never stopped ringing. Wow, that's phenomenal. You know, um, I've had the opportunity to see you, and uh, <laughs> throughout that, uh, that engagement, uh, now you've partnered with the San Bernardino County Superintendent of Schools and our Children Deserve Success Department, providing school-based mentoring at our community schools. Please tell us a little bit about that and how that experience has gone. You know, when I was on that journey, I remember being interviewed by Univision Radio. And the interviewer, Renzo, said, Roy, I love what you're doing, but how are you sustaining what the children are feeling when you speak? And I said, Renzo, I'll be honest. I, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just trying to, to create impact. I'm trying to, to help motivate these students. I said, but I'm going to put some thought to that. So I decided then to get friends, educators, professionals, community leaders, and I brought them all into a room and I said, we have a big issue here in the United States. We have a big issue our kids are facing. How can we help them? And so we started working, and what we designed was the impact program. And that is what my partnership is with today. I'm, I'm working with students, taking them through this program that we designed to help them not just from a more social-emotional standpoint, mm -hmm. to understand mm -hmm. that, yes, we, we want you to finish school and we want you to get to college, but what's after that? Because when you're no longer needing to fall into a role to meet for the educate for your for your teachers for at home but when you're alone who are you mm -hmm. and how can you keep that going well i know that um right now more than ever i've been in education going on three decades and uh from a classroom teacher, assistant principal, principal, et cetera. So really work with kids at the site level and those kids who are marginalized, right, that right. you work with. Um, but, you know, you talked about the social-emotional piece, right. which is prevalent now, mm -hmm. but really we dealt with before. Right. It's just on a larger scale. Absolutely. 
With the phenomenal work that you and your team are doing in Impact Truth, how do you feel that mentoring, that connection with social-emotional uh, states of mind affects success for these students? And what do you feel is key for professionals who work with At Promise Youth? And what do they need to know and understand when trying to engage the population? Well, I think that the main key is relationship. And it always has been. And it's, you know, there's, there was a quote in 1930, there was a White House uh, conference for youth, and it talked about how we need to educate the whole child. Mm -hmm. And when I read that quote, I thought, we were having the same conversation yeah. Yeah. almost 100 years later. Why? Why do we keep having to have the same conversation? You know, when we, when I, I remember that when I was homeless and I, a family finally took me in, and this was a family who said, Roy, we will keep you. And I had heard many families tell me the same thing. We love you. We love you. We lo Every family told me they love me like a son until that grocery bill got higher mm. or until the electricity bill got higher. And then I realized that I wasn't your son because it was time for me to leave again. But this one family said, Roy, you go back to school because I dropped out. You go back to school and we will take care of the rest. And they were the one family that stayed true to their word. They kept me until I decided to leave their home. Mm. But I remember one time my dad, my adopted, I call him my adopted dad, was being interviewed and they said, when was that moment that you decided, you know what, Roy and baby Ray, his little brother, are going to be part of your family? He goes, what do you mean? They go, well, what did you, when did you decide they're going to be our family? He goes, the moment they walked through that door, mm -hmm. they were mine. And I asked myself, can you imagine as, as educators, as a community, we think the same way when we see kids that are hurting, when we see, when we see any kid in our community, that's our kid. That's right. Because that kid is in our community. Absolutely. They are mine. And how we would treat them differently if we all thought that same way. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, you know, the kids just yearn for connection. And you Absolutely. talked about relationships and the importance of that. In your book, Homeless by Choice, you speak about having the right people in your corner. And you're asked, how do you learn to be better, mm -hmm. not bitter? Speak a little bit about that <laughs> thing. Well, I think that for those that are out there that truly, truly care about kids, one important thing is to make sure that you remain healthy and you remain, the word I want to, I, I, I'm going to stick with healthy okay. because the thing is compassion fatigue is real. Mm -hmm. And the moment that you get tired and no longer are fighting for kids the way that you, you think that you should be, that's not good because there's not as many people fighting for our kids the way you have been fighting for them. So that's why I say I need, need you to remain healthy mm -hmm. because we need you in the long run. We need you for the long game, yep. not the immediate. Absolutely. Because that's what our kids need. You know, when, when you come from a broken home, such as myself, and you go through many different families, such as myself, you start to test people without even knowing it because you don't want to be hurt again. Mm -hmm. So they say you lo they love you, like really? Well, are you gonna love me if I do this? Oh, you still love me. Okay, well, what if I did this? And what if I did this? You test them because you wanna make sure that their, their words are real. Right. So if you're not gonna stay in the game for the long run, then the kid just thinks, see, I knew it. Mm -hmm. I knew it, you're just, you're just like everyone else. And that's hard. You talk about compassion fatigue. I, I'll never forget as a teacher, um, I would always say to kids, because they would say, man, every day you're on me or every day <laughs> this or that. You demand this and you expect this. And I said, yeah, because when I get tired, I'm going to quit. Because that's really what you're saying. Right. We as a community, 
we as uh, leaders, right. we as those who impact uh, youth, should always put our best foot forward. And when we can, we have to acknowledge that. And right. as you said, take care of ourselves. I think it's vital. And what does that look like? That can just be taking a break. That can be saying, for, for me, for example, I'll tell my team, you need to stop booking me. You need to stop putting me out there on the road. I need two weeks off because if not, no one's going to have a job. Like no one's going to be employed because I can't. There's only so much that I can do. You know, for another thing for me is while I may go against some of my cultural norms that I was taught, like boys don't cry, I will cry my eyes out because it's healing. It lets it out. You have to figure out what works for you to relieve that burden that you have taken on because it's a real burden. To learn to let that go, whether it be running, whether it be art, whether it be music, whether it be boxing, whatever it is for you. Mm-hmm. But try to keep yourself as healthy as possible because our kids need you. Absolutely. Um, one of your mentors, uh, retired Lieutenant Colonel Consuelo Castillo Kickbush, who I had the pleasure of meeting. I love her. Um, she said that it's important to live a legacy rather than leave a legacy. Absolutely. And she calls you one of her greatest <laughs> living legacies. So what is that like for you? Who's your greatest living legacy, or what do you think that living legacy piece is? As a for me, I think that, well, first off, I absolutely love my mentor. She, that's very nice words in public. Well, I remember when I was putting her through it, though. She One time she said, out of all my mentees, I have never invested more time, more energy, and more money, and I've got the littlest results. <laughs> but you know what? She was right. I, but I was testing her. But she didn't give up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There were people in her company that said, get rid of this one. This one's, this one's a bad egg. And she said, no, I see, something, I see something in him. No, you need to just get rid of him. And she never did. She long suffered with me. And so I thank her for that because I am who I am today and where I am today because someone cared enough to say the moment he walked through that door, he is mine. She had that same mindset. For me, I think that my living legacy um, personally would be my family. You know, we were separated and torn apart in many ways that uh, many people know um, what it feels like, broken homes. But I have been able to, with the participation of my family, bring us all back together, and we filled those cracks with love. And today, I can be in the same room with my biological dad, who at one point wanted my mom dead. I can be in the same room with my mom, who decided to leave with her boyfriend. And I think that's what I want kids to see. You know, some people, Don, they fight for a bigger house, for a fatter paycheck, for a nicer car, and that's fine. Fight for what you want. My fight has always been to bring my family back together. Mm -hmm. And after 20-something years, I've been able to do that. They had to be agreed to it, but change had to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. Change has to start with us. I think, Roy, um, one of the things you talk about often is healing and forgiveness, which is important when we talk about our own personal uh, health. Um, so what's happening now? What's new with Roy Juarez and Impact 2? Talk to me about it, bro. Oh, my gosh. If I'm going to be real, that pandemic put a beating on us like everyone else. Right. But, you know, I, I'm very loyal. I'm very loyal. So when times are good, you know, times were really good for, for, for me with my company. But when times are bad, I needed to be the one to take the biggest hit. 
So for our company, I had the money saved that I was supposed to for six months, like you're told in business school. But the pandemic la lasted longer than six months. So we actually went under almost $200,000. But I sold everything, moved into my best friend's little bedroom so I can keep everyone employed. I did not want to let go of anyone. And so I borrowed and to keep everyone employed. And it got to a point that we ran out of everything. And my team, this tells you what kind of team you have. You want to have the, good t the right team with you. Right. They said, Roy, uh, we know we don't have any more money. So we're not quitting, but we have to go get another job so we can pay our bills. But we're still going to work for Impact Truth. And I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to make it. They said, no, we, we get it. Well, when things opened back up, we worked so hard during the pandemic to realign ourselves mm -hmm. to make sure that we made it that within the first three months, we had paid off that debt and got back on our feet. We have grown. We are now a speaker bureau. We represent over 30 speakers. We, during that time, we opened up a second company, a book publishing company, and we started publishing books. We have, we're currently working on over, over 12 books right now uh, that we'll be putting out later this year uh, for different people. It's just been an amazing pivot and, and taking everything that we've learned from my past years as a speaker, as an activist, pushing it forward, and it has it has grown tremendously. Wow. I'm just so proud, Roy, uh, <laughs> as the director of Children Deserve Success, to partner with you to really take advantage of you because, <laughs> because we, trust me, people, we are getting a bargain as it relates to Roy. Um, but really, his ability to connect. Um, we all have a story. That's right. And I tell kids that. I, you know, I say don't let the tie fool you. That's right. Um, you know, I grew up without a mom. Mom passed when I was one. So mm. I can totally relate. That's just the tip of the iceberg. But the point is we got to go forward. we got to pay it forward. Because That's right. like you, I'm blessed to be sitting in this seat. Mm -hmm. And so, but again, our partnership, San Bernardino County Superintendent of Schools and Impact Truth, is something that uh, that we will sustain. Absolutely. And, and I look forward to that as we go forward. This podcast reaches educators, law enforcement, mental health professionals, as well as many other value community partners. As one of those value partners, as an international motivational speaker, a child advocate, a former Air Promise youth yourself, what last words of wisdom do you want to leave? I think it's something that you mentioned that in life, we have a choice. We can be bitter or we can be better. And I beg every person that's listening to be better because there's enough anger and hatred and issues in this world and we don't need to add to it. Instead, let's be better, let's come together as a community and love every child as though they were our own. This man lives that truth, uh, I will tell you all. Roy Juarez Jr. is the president and CEO, CEO of Impact Truth. He is the author of Homeless by Choice. He has gone on two tours, Homeless by Choice tour and Impact Tour. He is a San Bernardino County Superintendent of Schools, school-based mentoring partner, and he has received the 2022 CDS Award for uh, luncheon recipient for It's Not Hard Work, It's Hard Work. So, Roy, just so happy you're here. <laughs> so thankful to have you. Um, my team is over there turning backflips. They can't <laughs> wait to, to, for Roy to come in their presence. And, uh, again, I just want to thank you so much for all the work that you do and uh, how you sustain it, I don't know. But, obviously, you do because you do hard work, which is hard work. Um, so thank you so much. No, thank you so much. And thank you to my mentors who helped me get to this place. 
I want to thank you for listening. We hope you find this information valuable. If you have any topics or questions that you would like addressed, please email them directly to CWA at sbcss.net. As always, we hope you stay well and continue to transform lives through education.